Frowntown, and now we're Frowntown World Edition. <laughs> Frowntown World wait, Star. Why are we, wait, why are, why are we? Are, do, wait, does someone just get beaten up? Are, what is? Yeah, Ukraine, bro. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> You, you got to start with that, all right? Yeah, let's go. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Frown Town. Uh, we're not going to give you a, a pleasant little starter break or cold open. We're just going to jump right into it. I'm Jay Jones. I'm V Chatty. And the world is on fire. <laughs> it's it's World War Three. We're um... not yet. We're right now. We're just at so World War Three. Uh, here's the thing I think people missed about the first uh, the first World War. Um, the first World War was because um, people honored their alliance. And they were like, hey, if you do anything to someone who is an ally of mine, we are immediately going to war. That's all we're doing. And that worked for the First World War. A lot of people died. And they were like, it wasn't bad enough for people to be like, oh, no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't do this. And then the Second World War happened and people honored their alliances and, well, sort of, America showed up super late. But whatever. Uh, uh, people people honored their alliances and then they went and then they fought and then nuclear weapons happened and then uh, people were like, uh-oh, I don't know if we can do this again. And so what's happening now is uh, uh this isn't a world war because no one's really honoring their alliances to just straight up and down go to war. Yeah. If if it that happens, then yeah, uh, though, it's not, is it really a world war if it's just like everyone versus Russia and China? <laughs> Is that a world war? Is that is that is just a bad tag team match? I think it's. I mean, I I guess it's it's a world sized tag team match. I mean, it's oh, not okay, a that's world, what you're saying. It's global you know, in that sense because our alliances are still. I'm pretty sure like, not everyone's going to get in on this. Like, I'm pretty sure like like Micronesia is not going to be like, let me get in this on this war. I just I just don't think. Like, most of the African continent, I would hope, would just be like, no, you guys fight that out about yourselves. Yeah. You're not involved in this. Yeah. I would imagine a solid amount of the African continent is going to let y'all have it out. Like, it's just white people killing white people. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I, oh, I shouldn't say that. That's that's what got Whoopi Goldberg in trouble. I shouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to sort of, like, um, not be too, uh, like, because, oh, God, there's too many, um, there's too many comedy hot takes Yes, and there are a lot of them. People are like, how about how about this comedy hot take? And it's like, maybe don't do a hot take about a humanitarian crisis. Correct. There's maybe not a lot not. of hot takes. There's not a lot of uh, funny takes about a humanitarian. Like, in the moment, there are not. Like, obviously, once we get removed from this, uh, like, because I think we were, it's, the weird part about this is we were just at the point, and God, this is, as a statement, I'm not proud that I'm about to say this. Uh <laughs> We were just at the point where we could begin to joke about Crimea tastefully. Right. This year. Because that was in right. 2014. We just hit that point where it's like, oh, I remember Russia just walked into Crimea. We just got to that point. And then Russia just straight up and down invaded Ukraine again. Because this is not the first time, by the way, side note. Yeah. And I think it's it's now we're, we're the clock is back on. Like until people have not died and been killed for over this for four to five extended years uh you, you should you should limit your joking actually you probably shouldn't joke about it i guess i shouldn't say limit i'll, I'll say this you know there's plenty of people like there's there's the fear of like a world war three and i understand wanting yeah. to make to be joking about that and that's legitimate and i know that there are people in ukraine who are like sharing memes because what else are you gonna do when yeah everything is being torn apart but like there's a difference between like sharing memes to cope and like making jokes to cope and just straight up like making light of like profit a bad jokes. situation yeah yeah, yeah profit yeah. jokes where it's just like yo this is just to make 
me money or to get me clout. Yeah, yeah. no, I understand that. And I, I think there's a difference, obviously. Uh, I'm glad you, we're having this conversation before we dive into this because, fun fact, we're about to have a real discussion about Ukraine and Russia. And so we're a political comedy show. I think people who have listened to it, if you are a listener, you know that, right? The the comedy is uh, because politics makes us sad. And if we don't tell jokes about it... We get even sadder than we already are. Yeah, and we start at Frown Town. So just, just so you know, we, st- <laughs> we start at Frown Town and we just if we keep going sadder what are we at uh depression city um, i just <laughs> I, I don't i don't know where where to go from here uh, i think part of the reason we want to talk about ukraine is because uh well first of all we should um i think we as a political podcast though we are a political comedy podcast as a political podcast we should talk about things that are happening in the world of politics uh but i wanted to frame it around uh a larger conversation that uh, i thought we could have in general v re- about the State of the Union address that President Biden uh, gave. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. See, when you start off like that, that, people know. People know where we're headed. Cool. Uh, so let's telegraph it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I will say this. I, I don't have an issue with the Ukrainian uh, uh, portion of... God, there's not a good way. I don't have an issue with the Ukraine portion of his State of the Union address. So it's not that we have an issue with that. I think a lot of the themes... And, and I think as a country, interestingly enough, a lot of the themes about Ukraine are pretty much as a majority accepted and the same. Uh, we're in support of Ukraine. We are definitely not in support of Russia. And I think we can say throughout the majority of the world, with the exception of apparently right now, only China, uh, most people are like, and Belarus, excuse me, China and Belarus, most countries are against what russia is doing to the ukraine uh even is, russians even russians aren't even into russians, it yes they're like what russians. the fuck is happening <laughs> russians themselves are protesting so i i haven't been um you know like i'm not an expert on any of this by any stretch of the imagination but one thing that i was seeing was that like at the very beginning they got basically oh shoot no i'm here what's up oh you're here okay yeah so I at the be at the be oh okay ah at the beginning of uh, this whole thing, they told these soldiers that were going to the Ukraine that they're like, oh, we just do this just exercise. And then they like right. sent them there. <laughs> nice nice, then, nice accent, by the way. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, they're like, uh, just kidding. It's war. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, even even the people who went there weren't into it necessarily. Right. Well, so there's something that I find interesting about all of this. Uh, there's a so Russia is having a hard time taking ukraine though it is slowly but surely happening but they are having a much harder time i think than even they thought they would uh because ukraine is putting up a hell of a fight uh they are the other part of that is also ukraine is receiving while they're not getting a well they're getting some volunteer support in country uh they're getting a lot of uh like weapon and money support which is helping that fight be much stronger so I, i think several countries have given uh in response to putin's uh extremely ridiculous last minute like late night like rant about how he was going to go into ukraine and how he would nuke everyone people just started supplying weapons like stinger missiles and uh like legitimate you know weaponry to the ukraine to fight russia uh as well as sanctioning russia uh pretty heavily the only thing they have not really bothered to stop with uh russia is removing them entirely from the swift banking system which would essentially make them a, a complete and total financial island um and i don't know how much money russia had stocked up for this war but i do know that 
they are already starting to run out of fuel and having issue with shortages as they try to like move through Ukraine. And I think some of that is just because I think they did not think this would go the way it did. Right. Which is a, a plus. I think that that it's a it's a good thing that, you know, Ukraine is putting up more of a fight than it was expected. I mean, isn't that just how like the, Russia typically gets into these yeah. things? They're just like, oh, man. Like, well, you know, in Russia, you don't fight the war. The war fights you. <laughs> I wish I could do an accent. That would have been so much better in an accent. I can't do one. I, I suck at it. That's, that's how you know I'll never be an actor. My accents are all bad. All I can do is a southern accent. That's it. And it's just me talking normally. <laughs> but uh, I think this interesting about this is that while we all agree that what's happening uh, to Russia, with Russia and Ukraine, that Russia is in the wrong and that we need to do things to punish Russia. Russia, uh, what has come out of this, uh, interestingly enough, V, is that we've come to a weird-ass split on how we can punish Russia. So uh, mm. most of us agree that we need to divest, because here's something that you may not know, uh, 3% of all of our gas comes from Russia. Uh-oh. Yeah, which is not a lot, but still some. And for like a lot of the world, uh, Russia, like especially in Europe, Russia supplies a large amount of Europe with gas. Uh, we won't talk about them, but I mean, side-eye them for still taking it. But we won't talk sure. about them at the moment. Let's talk about America. So America wants to divest itself entirely uh, and become energy independent, which means that all of its energy needs are supplied from within. Uh, we actually do have one of the largest uh, producers of oil in the world uh, in Texas, interestingly enough. Um, and we also produce oil like blasting off of like the coastlines of a lot of different places with fracking. So we, we are yeah. currently producing a lot of oil though. I mean, who knows how long that's gonna last. Uh, and as it turns out, because we are producing so much oil, we could, uh, and we also have like a giant oil reserve. Let's not forget that. Using the oil reserve and over time, uh, just kind of ramping up our own production methods, we could essentially provide ourselves with all of the gas and fossil fuels that we needed internally. So everything that we're need, we're getting from America, like peak 1800s uh, America, right. where it's just like everything you need is just you're just stealing and robbing it from the land. <laughs> so we could do that. We could also get in, gain energy independence by uh, investing more money into green technology, uh, investing more money into other ways to like you know uh, like wind farms, which we know work, as well as like uh, investing money into like improving like power storage because right now that's the biggest problem. I mean, honestly, like, there's, uh, you know, being, you know, when I'm in Texas, the sun is so bright there. Yeah, and solar I'm, panels. You know, and like solar panels, you could put solar panels on the roofs just in Texas and probably have, like, so much power. So, like, so like well, there's here's the weird thing about that, though. So, the, the problem is, because uh, you're right, like, you could, like, so if you put a solar panel on a house and then uh, had that house run only off that solar panel, the house itself would have enough power. The problem is when you right. start trying to store large amounts of power to feed an right. entire grid. Right now, right. we don't have the battery technology to be able to do it because we're relying mm. upon the capital market to produce that. But the market doesn't want to produce it because right now, too many people are making money off of oil, coal, gas. You can burn all of those things. Uh, right now, I think a lot of our power, our electric power actually comes from either coal or, or nuclear, though the majority of it comes from coal. So like yeah. with that as a, or excuse me, it might be natural gas at this point, but that is important. The, fossil fuel is what I need to say. So the majority yeah. of our, our electrical power comes from fossil fuels. If that is making people who are in the fossil fuel industry rich, why would who why would anyone in that industry where all that money exists, where they're for as far as they're concerned in their lifetimes, it's not going to run out. Why would anyone try to set up to look for 
for ways to improve storage for batteries. And right. when you have, when you start walking down that path as a person who is not attached to the oil uh, and gas and the fossil fuel industry, why would they not impede that progress when they realize that you're moving in on a market of theirs? Well, and it's it, the, you know, a lot of people say, oh, like we need more, uh, you know, we need better technology that's not going to ruin the earth or whatever. And so everyone's first thing is like, oh, we need more nuclear power plants. It's just like, mm, mm. like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I used to live like next to one of those plants when I mm-hmm. lived in Massachusetts and like it leaked. Oh, like there was a, they had to close it down. I don't know if they reopened it or not, but um, they had to close it down after a while because the little valves that are meant to like, you know, keep the radioactivity inside the building mm-hmm. had started to break down and yeah. <laughs> yeah we used to we used to fish behind the power plant because that's where you could catch the biggest fish oh come on no <laughs> are you just are you just trying to get a superpower what are you doing <laughs> why would uh, you do that my my stepdad told us that it was the hot water vents would drew the fish there but now i'm thinking uh, maybe uh, no. they were radioactive <laughs> well, then, well, radioactivity actually uh, tends to kill things, not make it bigger. I think that's a, a funny but weird uh, belief that we have that's based on like movies. Oh, I just, it's funny because people are like, millennials will never know what it's like to fear nuclear annihilation. They'll never understand what it's like to fear that. And I'm like, I would wake up regularly well, to sirens. We're so, all like, millennials, And I though. also, I, I lived next to this plant. During 9-11. Oh, shit. I live next to a power <laughs> plant during 9-11. Yeah. You, I've had some fears, had okay? <laughs> but, like, okay, but to be fair, we're older millennials, though. Like, you're, we're pretty True. old. We're on the, like, I'm Are at the, the limit. I'm at the limit of, of millennial where, like, I think 81 okay. is the cutoff. I was born in 82. Okay. And then you're only, like, maybe okay. three or four years behind me. So, like, we're no, kind of old. No, I was old. born in 88. I was born in 88. I keep forgetting that you're, like, way younger than me than I, I I thought. Okay, so you're six years behind me. So you might be like right in the middle of the millennials right sure, now. Yeah. But I feel like uh, a, 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 the youngest of the millennials, I think, may have missed some of the nuclear war talk. Uh, but the, the thing I, I wanted to just point out real quick about nuclear power is that nuclear power produces nuclear waste. And the way you have to store nuclear waste is you take uh, those the rods that we use uh, over, you know, like 10,000 years basically uh, are just producing a ton of heat but they only produce so much fission after a certain point so they are no longer used or they're spent right but they still produce heat after that so you have to basically keep them in a constantly cooling water bath uh so that they don't overheat like a meltdown is when the constantly cooling water bath goes over a certain amount of heat and they're just so hot they just melt everywhere and then it becomes like a thing where they, they might explode because they get so hot so like right you have to constantly keep them on this like in a water bath and there's there's not a good way to do it and we haven't figured out right. a good way that's just you just put them in a mountain and hope that it doesn't like destroy it <laughs> like there's, there's just not a I mean there's just not a good way to do it and even though uh, we have better technology theoretically now I don't know if that's the answer for us and we right. have shown the propensity to increase and improve upon storage for power because the biggest problem with like wind farms solar power um, hydroelectric power to an extent is that you can't really store power right now we don't have the ability with batteries big enough to do that but that doesn't mean that we can't develop that technology if it had enough of a boost from the government 
government, right. with enough government funding, I feel like we can figure out anything. We fucking went to the moon. We're trying to go to Mars, and we're doing that by just throwing money at it. I feel like if we threw money at this, it would kind of solve the problem. That kind of seems to be the capitalist solution to everything, so why don't we just throw some money at batteries? But that, those are the two camps, by the way, is that one is like, yo, more fuel, baby, and the others are like better technology, and as you can imagine, the split through Congress right now is enough to where we probably won't get either, because inactivity is what we do now. Right, exactly. I mean, and we won't, like... That's, I feel like it's a thing where people are just going to have to start like creating their own technologies on a small scale, uh, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like garage uh, inventors back in the 80s. Right. Like, we, they're not going to do it. So, the very least, (laughs) you know, we can, I don't know, put some solar panels on your fucking house if you can afford it, uh, get the government subsidies for that shit, and then start there. Because at the very least, if you're powering your own house, by solar mm-hmm. you're like not using power off the grid um, yeah Here, here's the thing that i wonder v and this is just my own personal wonder i wonder uh what if we actually have figured out how to store power efficiently with batteries and the fossil fuel industry just bought the technology and buried it before we could use it how do we that, know that hasn't happened that wouldn't surprise me in the least and frankly i'm gonna say probably true i mean no <laughs> i feel like that's <laughs> It's a bit of a conspiracy, and I'm not here to spread conspiracy theories. But I mean, I'm saying like it's it's. I think the the overarching concern that I I would want to draw here is well, first of all, the fact that there's an entire party, an entire political party, who is just lockstep in allegiance with the fossil fuel industry is concerning to me. Like I get yeah. like Texas senators being into it. Fine, I get it. It's your economy. I get that. And like West Virginia, cool. Coal is like how y'all do your stuff. I get it. I understand like the allegiances to your local economies, but 50 to 60 senators are uh, for fossil fuel. Like, do you see why that doesn't make sense to me? Like, not everyone's economies are are fueled by fossil fuels like in fact i would i would argue that some of the conservative since places could probably benefit like theoretically west virginia could benefit from the fact that if, if we're being honest coal mines are closing up they don't have as, the coal right. is a finite resource you would think that they would try to pivot towards like new technology green technology that you know just to make more jobs in west virginia but they refuse and i get that that's their right but like places that don't have that traditional reliance upon it i don't understand why we're here why is it the conservative stance to like love fossil fuels um i mean i just think that's it it, the the conservative stance is we want to love fossil fuels because that's what they're used to and they hate change i mean and money also they they hate change and money or they hate change no no they they hate change period and they love money well okay but even then you would think uh so again Thinking, thinking like a capitalist, because I think sometimes people assume because uh, I don't believe in it that I'm bad at it, but that's not the case. Uh, yeah. you, you would think that, again, uh, emerging market that has a massive amount of ability, uh, of potential, uh, like clean energy uh first of all it, it has potential uh soft power potential because the majority of america supports it and would be willing to support it uh and you could probably price it higher because people would be willing to pay more for it because they think it's better also well not think because it is better also i think like you have the opportunity uh to sink a lot of capital into something that could eventually become the method of power for the rest of the world not just right. for america uh and, and china gets it because they're they've sunk uh, billions of dollars into green technology trying to find you know the technology that the rest of the world is going to rely upon and you could if you're in a capitalist society and you're a capitalist and you want to make money you could with your venture capital become
become a mogul of energy for the entire globe. Sure. And that would make sense. But that's the thing. They don't do things because they make sense. Clearly. And it, it's 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 also a thing of, for example, you know, you look at anything that we have. We have like healthcare. The, we would actually save more money if we did preventative care for people and provided preventative services so that they didn't have a bigger crisis later on. Mm-hmm. But we don't do that. And it's, we don't not do it because it's like, oh, well, that's the thing that would make sense. Why don't capitalists do this thing that would actually save them money? It's because at the end of the day, they just don't give a shit. Yeah. And fuck people want to make capitalists want you to think that capitalism is a logical system. And it's not. It's an ideology. Yeah. It's a religion like any other. And yeah. it. It, they're the believers of that religion uh, do some real fuck shit for it okay we have to go to break uh, I will say this I think it's it's fr- it's the most frustrating part about this to me is uh, this is a, a excellent opportunity for America to to take advantage of, of patriotism nationalism the fervor uh, against Russia and to start digging into places where you know our energy dependence is not on fossil fuel mm. we also just had a, a UN report drop about how this is like the most uh climate change crises that we've seen ever in the world and that we basically are at a point of no return where if we don't do they something just keep, they just keep dropping things being like y- you know y- we're, hey, gonna it's, <laughs> we're gonna die sooner it's just it's just been that it's just been it's gonna happen sooner than we thought it's just been that for the and they just dropped even more distressing like oh god oh god oh god the world is legitimately on fire wake up they dropped yet another report so again great opportunity for us to make a move in that direction and interestingly enough our choice was our choice is that is to they basically be stuck in an action because not even half the country, but half of our legislative body believes, first of all, climate change isn't real and that fossil fuels should just be, continue getting additional like money and spending because they really are playing the I'm only going to be here for 20 more years game, which right, is wild right. to me. It is wild that you really are only trying to improve your situation in your life until you die and, and not thinking at all about the world around you. Like, the, I don't even understand that as a concept, but it's like what the country is founded on. I, I God, yep. that just made me yep. sad. Yep. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Frown just, town. I've just arrived in Frown town. Uh, population just went up. Um, we're going to go to break. I'm, I'm going to, I don't know. <laughs> we're going to go to break. We'll, we'll be back. Oh, that's a real bummer. <laughs> Go pet your dog. Welcome back. It's Frown Town. And we're back now. It's Frown Town. Welcome back. <laughs> so it's Frown Town. Welcome back. Um, <laughs> before we went to break, uh, we we spent a lot of time talking about Ukraine uh, and specifically about the State of the Union address that uh, President Biden gave. I want to say now it was on Tuesday. I can't remember the day it was. The days are blurring together. That's um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a quarantine thing. It's too much. There's a lot of blurring together. There's a, there, this this whole week was just wild. There's so much happening. I do want to say, though, as I do remember this specific instance. Uh, so I, we were talking about this before we started the show about how much of the State of the Union we were able to watch. Uh, v, we got <laughs> about 20 minutes in. Yeah, I was like, fuck minutes. this shit, bro. 
<laughs> yeah. Which is like right after Ukrainian stuff, you're like, all right, I'm done. And I was like, all right, that's fair. I understand that. Uh, and then I made it maybe about an hour and 13. And it was right about the time Christ. that, uh, yeah, I made it super deep. I, I have a, uh, I think I have, I think I have autism actually, if I'm being honest, but I have a weird ability to focus on something that, uh, I, I don't know if I deem it important, but just focus on things for like way sure. too long, right? Yeah. So like longer than I should. <laughs> like, I, I just want to say, like, I literally have talked to my therapist and like, I, do I have autism? And she's like, eh, let's talk about something else. I'm like, what? No. I mean, it's, it could be that or it could be the hyper focusing of ADD or ADHD. Yeah. You, you say that as well. <laughs> I don't know. So I have, there's some type of neurodivergence in me that allows me to spend way more time than I should, like, <laughs> really watching things. Uh, and I mean, I'm talking like, I was actually like backtracking rewinding stuff like did he what did he say and going back really like watching it uh and then i hit this point where um well first of all uh i need to make sure i say this <clears throat> biden did a lot of this uh taking credit for things as being wins uh yeah. when they 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 weren't wins <laughs> there's a lot of it where he's just like wins wins look at the stuff that we did and it's like but these weren't wins. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he was like, we're, we're he's like seventy five percent of Americans are fully vaccinated. Hospitalizations are down by seventy seven percent. I'm like, all right, that's cool. And he's like, Americans are removing their masks and going to classrooms. And I was like, wait, that's not a no. That's that. Wait, that's not a that's not a win. What are we doing? Wait, well, hold on a minute. What do you mean? Keep, keep wearing it's, the masks. Seventy percent vaccination of a, of adult Americans, and he made sure to say that because it's not a seventy five percent vaccination for all of America. Uh, I mean, this is better, but this isn't. Is this? I also love how he was like, we sent four hundred seventy five million vaccine doses to 112 countries but then don't talk about the fact that we like sat on them for a year and a half right right we just held them and let them uh, expire you know right so as you can imagine uh as i'm listening to this i am very skeptical uh i was one of the few people during the primary who was like yo can we get better choices? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I would like to, like, you know, like when, uh, so like, you know, sometimes you go to like a really nice restaurant and they bring over uh-huh. like a dessert, like they bring a dessert yeah. tray and they show you the desserts. And sometimes yeah. you don't want any of the desserts on that tray. You can be like, mm. sometimes there's a uh-huh. second tray. I thought there was a second uh-huh. tray. There was not a second tray. Uh. And I ended up with uh, Biden as my dessert. And I didn't, this is not the dessert I wanted. No. This is, it does none of the things I want from a dessert. Uh, and the, the wild part about it is Biden is a dessert that uh the dessert tray the dessert on the tray that they showed us was different than the one that came to our table biden is a spice cake and here's why because when you see a spice (laughs) cake you don't realize that it's a spice cake at first you just see like cream frosting you like see a little brown it's like oh is that chocolate and you grab it thinking all right i'm gonna chocolate cake with like some you know cream frosting you bite into (laughs) it and it's raisins and walnuts and nutmeg and disgusting and it's like this isn't a chocolate (laughs) cake this is fucking spice cake. Biden is a spice cake. He's the spice cake. <laughs> whereas it's 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 the worst of the cakes. It's not like like I get it. Trump was arguably not a cake. We can I I will make that fine. <laughs> Trump was just cat shit it, dressed up as a cake. I get it. Sure, I will, sure. I'm willing to. I'm willing to take that as an argument. Fine. So as a as a choice, of course, if I had to choose between cat shit and a spice cake, <laughs> of course, I'm gonna choose the spice cake because cat shit's not food. But I don't <laughs> want a spice cake. No one wants a spice cake. And the, again, the worst part about it is that I saw it and I thought chocolate cake i thought oh we're gonna get uh we're gonna get our our student loan debts taken care of we're gonna make some climate change action we're gonna do infrastructure 
That's what I thought I was getting, right? Chocolate cake. I, I thought I was getting chocolate cake with delicious cream cheese buttercream frosting. You know how much I love cream cheese frosting? Just as a side it's note. It's really good. It's really good. It's the fucking best. And it's I think it's because I'm lactose intolerant and it makes me feel <laughs> sick. But that there's something you should know about me. The, the the cake at my wedding, by my choosing, by the way, and I insisted upon it. Uh, I was I was a groomzilla. The cake at my wedding was a chocolate cake, salted caramel, cream cheese frosting. Joe Biden Excellent. is no chocolate cake. He is a spice cake. And I honestly, it angers me that we call spice cake cake because theoretically it's not cake. It's a, it should be a spice loaf with frosting. That's what it is. <laughs> It's just sweet bread. It's a spice loaf. It's a spice loaf with frosting. <laughs> and that, that's what we have. We have a spice loaf. So like, as I'm listening to him t- talk about like all the supposedly great things without any context to make them actually not the great things they were, he hit this one point where he was like, and I'm going to read it because I have the transcript and I really want to make sure I read this. Um, sure. So he, he talks first of all, and, and actually I'm going to skip this. Got to do it. I can't, I can't, I can't. So here's what I will say. Uh, he, he gets to this point. He says, the American Rescue Plan that you all provided, $350 billion that cities, states, and counties can use to hire more police, invest in more proven strategies like community violence interruption, trusted messages breaking the cycle of violence and trauma, and giving young people some hope. And then he said the thing that I think broke me the more, the more than anything else. We should all agree the answer is not to defund the police. It is to fund the police. Fund them. Fund them. Fund them with the resources and training. Resources no. and training they need to protect their community. Or, excuse me, our communities. Not their communities. Our communities. Uh, no. They need less money. So here's why this is interesting to me because this is, happened at the same time. I don't know if you're aware of this, uh, but the police officer who uh, was part of the raid that shot and killed Breonna Taylor mm. was on trial for his actions in that raid. And it should be noted, he did not shoot at Breonna Taylor. He did not hit a person. He was on trial for shooting in an apartment building. Yeah. So he went on trial for shooting a fucking building. The people who shot and killed people did not go on trial. The police who shot and killed people got paid vacation and I assume a pay raise, but they didn't They didn't go on trial. He shot an apartment building went on trial. So, and it took this weird ass sim- symbolism of like, well, you can't, if you're the police, you can't just do anything, right? Uh, you right. can't just fucking haphazardly shoot anywhere you want to at anything you want to because you're afraid. That was what the symbolism of the trial took on, which is sad it took that symbolism on because right. he shot a fucking apartment building. I'm scared. Oh, bing, bing. Oh. He shot a fucking apartment building. Yes, I know there are people inside the apartment building, but there also were people who were shot and killed and we did nothing for them. But the apartment right. building fucking shooter gets a trial. Mm-hmm. And not only did he shoot an apartment building and then get taken to trial for it, found not guilty. Of course. Of course. And then the very next thing that Biden has to say at that point is we need to fund the police. So the police who we've already given complete absolution from murder, the police who we've given complete absolution from property damage, the police who we've given complete absolution from any type of responsibility for any of their actions, Mm -hmm. we also need to give them more money. And the thing that's infuriating about this for me personally, and I think should be infuriating for all of us, is that it's our fucking money. I think the last thing that's most frustrating for me uh, about this is that the thing that I am going to remember the last thing I'm going to think right before I die after getting shot by the cops is that I had to pay for this fucking bullet. Like, that's the thing that's most frustrating about the fact that... Oof. Yeah. Yeah. And I the, and I, I feel like it, it doesn't feel like that's something that might happen. It always feels like that's... 
it's how it's going to happen for me, uh, which it says a lot right. about, um, I guess, policing in this country, or it says a lot about me. I'm not sure which. I'm going to go with uh, what a lot about policing in this country because uh, it makes me feel better about that as a statement. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no, it's 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 actually it's actually it's like. When you think about it that way, it's honestly kind of gross because I'm like, damn, like I paid the, I helped pay the cops that like sexually harassed me. Like, yeah, ew, ew. And not only that, but I, then like you gave them a, a massive raise for the next yeah. 10 years every year. Oh yeah. I'm sure since that, ha- I mean, that was like, uh, God, almost 20 years ago. Like oh, 20 years for the next, yeah. They've just progressively been like the fun, the police uh, initiative. And, and it is an initiative has been happening as long as Biden has been a politician. So easily 40 years. Okay. Um, v, let me ask yeah. you a question. How much uh-huh. do you think the U S spends per year on policing? A dollar amount. Let's play prices right. Uh, What's the price that is right? $387 billion. That's wildly over. <laughs> oh. The U.S. spends a <laughs> Well, wildly, but like only, I guess it's like a, a two-thirds high. So it's $100 billion a year on policing. Okay, so still in the billions. Still in the billions. Uh, sorry, sorry I, was thinking about, I was thinking about the war budget. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. World budget is like seven hundred billion. Uh, and just so you know, they also spend eighty billion on incarceration. Ew, gross. And the argument that people often make is that uh, for the last thirty years, crime levels have dropped uh, as spending has gone up. However, oh. however, what many people have argued in response to that is that it wasn't due to the laws and the uptake in spending and policing and incarceration, but rather because there was a higher amount of prosperity. And because of that, there was less scarcity, which meant there was less crime. Interesting. Right. So more people have resources, so they're not as yeah. likely to. Here's the thing. Obviously, if everyone has enough, it's not going to stop crime like I, I have enough money and i still get pissed off and then would kill someone uh no i wouldn't but <laughs> i mean like you know murder happens i think rape is still gonna happen yeah but it's it's less it's less likely to happen less likely to happen that's the and the- like i don't shoplift unless i'm like broke like you right. know if your choice if your choice is break a law or survive you're gonna survive that that's the same thing if <laughs> if your choice is uh obey the law or or, or survive then or break a law or die like the, i feel like right, the, right. The, the choice you gave was the same choice it was i oh, like that yeah. your choices <laughs> are just if your choice is breaking the law or surviving then you're gonna break the law and survive like, <laughs> <laughs> like v, your, your choices v um, <laughs> That, that gave me a deep insight into who you are as a person. I love it. I'm just saying be gay, do crime. That's yeah, all. Yeah, all the time. 24-7. 100% support that as a stance. <laughs> be gay, do crime. <laughs> it's nice to know that that's, uh, that's an interior... Like, like internally, that's who you are. <laughs> that's, I love that. Is this is not a front? Like, that's just even when you're like making, yeah. even when you're like making metaphors, you're just still aligning. <laughs> you're still doing it. I love it. But, <laughs> but the the thing that I will say is just to 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 make the point, prosperity is how you you solve uh, a lot of crime. Like 
scarcity yeah. drives crime up, which by the way, crime is on the rise right now. Interestingly enough, we have been actively spending more money in policing and in incarceration uh, all this time. It's not like we like plateaued or stopped. We've been actively spending right. more money on those things and aligning more budget in response to any type of crime rate. Uh, rise and crime is still rising so the question is then okay Mm -hmm. there has to be a correlation between something and the rate of crime rising what else has been happening in the world that's caused crime to go up oh what else could possibly be happening in the world right now that's causing people to resort to crime i can't think of anything are are you being facetious (laughs) 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 I i mean there's some there's some stuff uh okay so just just I'll, I'll say this i'll say this i definitely didn't shoplift from the grocery store for like years and years and years until uh a global pandemic came through and um wiped out my ability to feed myself that feels like i feel like that that sounds confessionary and i don't like it i don't want you to don't confess to that you didn't you never shoplifted neither have i i have never shoplifted <laughs> on wax neither of us we're not uh, the type of people to shoplift on podcasts that I mean, are being you can, recorded. You can, you, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. can say whatever you want. The statute of limitations is probably over. Mm. I don't know. Between now and the, <laughs> since the beginning of the pandemic, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to join you on saying that I have shoplifted at any point. <laughs> I, I feel like you, bold choice, sir. We'll see how that plays out. Um, <laughs> but I will say this. Uh, v, the, the point is made that scarcity like you don't steal unless you need it right so right same like there are times when ha- have i taken uh from corporations yes i'll say it fine we'll go on wax is it within a statute of limitations no you will never prove it <laughs> and more to the point i think it's it's uh, to a larger point during the pandemic a thing that we missed is that a lot of people lost their homes because they got evicted because they couldn't afford to pay for their mortgage or their rent and yeah. even though there was like a moratorium uh their moratorium didn't start immediately so there are a lot of people that and it didn't became homeless stop shitty landlords from doing it from anyway. evicting people correct yeah. god 100 percent correct i forgot yeah. that people are still shitty so like, yeah. you have more people uh who were already teetering they got pushed over the edge so it's just there's a large number of people uh who currently are now left without any services any help they cut like they they gave what Everyone twenty four hundred dollars. That's it for yeah. two years. For two well, years, they gave they gave some of us twenty four hundred dollars. Correct. They didn't give everyone, so they gave some people twenty four hundred dollars for two years, and then they're like, "Oh no, crime is up." And it's like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> what did you think would happen? How did this happen? Uh, the answer to ending crime is to get rid of scarcity. Uh, and if you're wondering how to do it, the government has a lot of money that they are currently trying to give to policing. If they gave that money to services to help people or to the people that they're trying to stop as criminals, they probably wouldn't have criminals. That's pretty yeah. much it. Yep. Okay. That's as, that's as much time as we have to talk about that. Uh, and for reasons that are not going to be evident to people who listen to the show, I am done with this topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> If people would like to find you and if you should like to be found, uh, what are some social media accounts that people can contact you to uh, tell you uh, wonderful gun facts at? Uh, you can you can give me gun facts at um, vchatty. That's V-E-E-C-H-A-T-T-I-E. That is on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Uh, so if you are looking for the show, you can find the show at Frowntown Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at adjective underscore J. 
Thank you for listening to the show. We hit number one on Good Pods this week, which was uh, a Woo! big deal. Yeah, number one. The funny thing is, is uh, I remember thinking like, ah, I want to be number one on the Indie Pods chart. chart. That would be cool. And then we got it. And I was like, huh, now I want to be number one on just the politics podcast charts. Yeah. And I think we can do yeah. it. I think I think we can, we do, can do it. I think we can. Uh, so we're going to be number one. Um, that's going to be crazy. I wish your name was on this as well, because it just shows us as just Jay Jones. It would be cool <laughs> if it was like Jay Jones and V Chatty. It would be fun, but it's just me. That's weird. I think it's. I think Secrets. it's the RSS. I think it's the RSS feed. I think it's when when we started yeah, it up. Yeah. I, th- I think I just put my name on everything, and uh, I wish now looking back that I had put like Jay Jones and V Chatty. It would have been like. Aww. It would have been cool. I would have liked it. I. I mean, uh, on Good Pods, you show up as a, con- a creator. That's cool. Yeah, I linked myself. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, if you are on Good Pods and you listen to us now, thank you for listening. Um, thank you for checking us out. If you're not listening to us on Good Pods, you should listen to us on Good Pods. They do not pay us to say that. I have not received any money for saying it. I just like them as a service and I, I want them to pay me to say it. So, like, yeah. <laughs> if, if you go to Good Pods and you're like, hey, who sent you? Just be like, uh, 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 Jay sent me and be real awkward about it so they'll know it's me. Um, <laughs> I think that's everything. Uh, Don't give the police money. Not even if you see them in person. Don't. Don't. Don't give them money. Please stop giving them money because they use it to buy bullets and then they shoot us with them. And we do not like bullets. I don't know if you know this, but I actually am allergic to bullets. I am not. uh, I'm not built for bullets. (laughs) I'm not. Um, (laughs) That's it. Uh, Oh, anything you want to add, V? No. Uh, All right. Well, let's have some FCON then. Yeah. Fcon.